This is Catalog and Cocktails. Presented by Data.World. We're going to go move on to our lightning round, which is uh, presented by Data.World, who thankfully lets us do all this, uh, lets us spend our time to go have this podcast, uh, Data.World, the world's only truly data catalog that is cloud native. And with that, I'm going to kick it off with the first lightning round question. So number one, let's do it. Will the data practitioner role in the boardroom benefit from being an executive level, like a chief analyst, or is that unnecessary? Yes. So oh, it has yeah. an executive. <laughs> yes, benefit. it will be. <laughs> hey, that was a trick question. That was a trick question. No, it's not question. unnecessary. Yes, it will be beneficial <laughs> to have executive yes. leaders uh, for, for data functions. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> Um, so next, uh, lightning round question. So we talked about data practitioners in the boardroom. Um, should we also be bringing live analysis and data science tools into the boardroom, AKA let's try to say bye-bye to slides. Ooh, eventually, am I allowed to say that? Not yet. That's fair. <laughs> we'll get there. More data literacy first, then then we can then we can move to like real time and and uh, different forms of like data reporting. So, are we going to stop analyzing digital data exhaust exhaust data digital exhaust data? Yeah, we should probably not going to do it in the data world or like in the world we never do what we should be doing with data. So. That's the cynical outlook. Yeah, what we should be doing versus reality, perhaps for a while, right? Um, all right, last lightning round question for you. I'm going to ask you to put your sort of prognosticator's hat on. So, ten years from now, does the modern data stack still look like it does? You know, warehouse, lake, transform, BI, data integration, or do you foresee a radical shift? And I know 10 years is a long time and, you know, you probably have a few different trends you're looking at, but do you foresee a radical shift in the next 10 years on the modern data stack? Yes. The modern data stack, I think, is still very like batch based. And, and frankly, I think like streams are a better representation of the world and better abstraction for, for reality. Hmm. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm adding another one here. I was curious about, <laughs> based on the last discussion we had. So will Bonus we see- round. Yeah, bonus round, bonus round. Will, will we be seeing data analytic data engineers, analytics engineers part of the product team anytime soon in the next couple of years? Oh yeah, for sure. Again, and it, and I think like it it should be that way. Mm. I love it. Right. Let's make it happen. Yeah, I, I, I love it. So this is this is exactly the discussions we need to be having. We want people to be listening to this, and and uh, I'm actually now curious, like. Is this like a big uh, foreign concept? Are people like, what are you talking about? Or are people like, no, this makes sense. Let me go start making, let me start making some changes or figuring out how to go make these changes. How, how are you seeing this? Yeah, you know, I think people acknowledge that that though it, it makes sense, but I think like they, they they see things somewhat incrementally. Like, okay, we need to we need to like centralize our data team before we can decentralize our our data team. We we uh, need to you know build our our set of data models before we can like go embed analytics engineers into product teams. I don't know that that is actually necessary. I don't know that like centralization is a tax that you have to pay on your way to decentralization, but um, 
don't quote me on that. But I don't know. It doesn't mean I, I know, but I'm not saying. <laughs> <laughs> it means you don't know. We hear that. <laughs> we appreciate it. Honest, no BS mm-hmm. here. That's yeah. it. All right. Well, it's our TTT. Tim takes it away with takeaways first. All Tim, right. You go. I'll, I'll do You've some a lot of- an- initial takeaways. I mean, First of all, thanks, Sarah. There's, there's so much gold here. Such great conversation. It's been a, a true pleasure. Um, and I, I think the the biggest takeaway what we started with was around you know when you're trying to drive uh, data driven decisions, you need to have uh, the people who know in the room where it's happening, uh, and that's data people, data practitioners in the boardroom. Um, and that's a key shift from how people are often thinking that the, the data people are sort of the, uh, you know, the, the elves in the background building the toys so that the boardroom people can bring in their nice slides and, and kind of, you know, talk to them and things like that. But then you have questions and you're like, well, how did you get to that number? And, you know, well, could we run this experiment and bringing that data expertise in the room in addition to trying to drive data literacy, in addition to trying to empower with self-service tooling and things like that can be really, really impactful. So really great takeaway. And I think can can be something that people put into action right away and invite your analyst, your best analyst, bring them to the room, let them be there. Right. Um, so I think that's, that's super cool. And uh, Juan, what were your key takeaways? Well, I, I got, so I, I like this analogy of the whole pendulum IT, which really, which basically the takeaway of this is like, we are just doing what we were supposed to be doing 10 years ago or five years ago, whatever. Okay. We're finally getting to that point. Right. So yeah, we've previously, we were focusing on analysis and realized stuff was wrong. So that's why this pendulum has gone to the other side. And now we've been focusing on crafting our data models, documenting, monitoring, make sure that the data has high quality and so forth. So it's that when we go back, we can now go do our analytics. But the question there is you're investing all this time to improving the quality. So what, what's next, right? Doing it better analysis is better, but that's just the start. And, and, and I think people are being are asking now, they're data leaders, you've been investing so much into this data to creating this beautiful data. What is the ROI on this? Having that data, just having this clean, beautiful data sitting in your data warehouse by itself is not doing anything. Metrics, yeah, that's the starting point, but we got to do more of that. So I'm really liking the, the thinking about what's next. Um, let's go run more experiments, right? I mean, it's something we've been doing, but like, what is the next wave of running experiments? So we talked a little bit about causal inference. I think we there's opportunities to go dive a lot more into this. And, and, and causal inference is really interesting because those are the questions that the business, that the, that the executives are asking about. Um, hypothesis generation, right? All this type of stuff. This is the, the, the next type of stuff that we, people are asking that we don't have, that we're not doing right now. And, um, a lot of the focus today is on product analytics and and there's some other areas that we could be focusing on analytics. Like you mentioned, like HR analytics. So basically there's a lack of data. I think those are opportunities where you can go start doing the next things. Um, and uh, we've been talking about this whole who's accountable for the data is that if we push this to the engineering team, is it engineering responsible? Your point is no, because they're responsible for software. But the answer here, it seems to be to be able to bring in those the, those data folks inside of the product team, I think that that's that, and I, I agree with that. I think it's 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 unreasonable to think that the engineering the, the engineers are going to go be responsible for everything. Something key that you said was building things and analyzing things are very different skills. So, how did we do on our takeaways? Anything else? Nailed it. 
<laughs> no, nailed it, nailed it. And and you know, I, I I liked you know the holiday spirit and the analogy of like the data elves preparing for for you know the Christmas board meeting. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe three uh, weeks too late in the analogy, but still pretty. Yeah. Still, I still like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sarah, let me throw it back to you. Uh, two questions: What's your advice about data, about life, or whatever? And second, who should we invite next? Yeah, I mean, I, if I had like two takeaways, three takeaways based on on this discussion, it would be invite data practitioners to your board meetings and other strategic conversations. Um, understand how you are going to use data and take that into consideration as you are thinking about how it needs to be prepared and and. Uh, presented and don't treat data like exhaust. If you think data is valuable, it's more valuable than exhaust. Uh, so that that that's my theory. And then the second question was, who should we invite next? Who? Sh oh, yeah, of course. Um, Chad Sanderson at Convoy, I think, has like a very nuanced and unique way of thinking about like valuing data and uh, determining where to make investments in in the like data foundations that do relate the way in which data will be consumed and the way in which data can impact the business to the kind of requirements or technical requirements for for the underlying data. So. Uh, Chad, Chad, up next. Chad, Sanderson. Yeah. Chad Sanderson from Convoy. Yes. Well, what a coincidence because I, we literally connected on LinkedIn earlier this week. And I think yesterday nice. we had a conversation and it was 30 minutes of just like, oh my God, like you get me, I get you. Like, this is so awesome. And, and they're, and he was telling me everything that they've been talking, just building over there. And I'm like, wow. And he's literally doing the whole pushing it into the engineers and everything. All right, Chad, we have an upcoming meeting, but we're going to do the calendar practice. So this is awesome. Again, <laughs> so many dots getting connected. This is so cool. I know. Well, Sarah, thank you so much. Uh, just one quick announcement. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we don't know. There's this Data Council AI conference in Austin, January 27th, 28th. You'll be there. We'll be there. Hopefully, it happens. We may have some uh private or non-private or, or hidden or unhidden uh catalog and cocktails meetup because a lot of previous guests and upcoming guests will be there so it'll be fun and then uh next week we're gonna have emily hawkins from drizzly uh she is uh she's just doing so much stuff on the whole analytics engineering space and doing courses and stuff uh, she's a fantastic uh member of the community and we'll be talking about modern data stack from the trenches Sarah, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And we also thank you to Data World who supports us on Catalog and Cocktails. Have a great Wednesday and a great start of the year. Thank you. Happy New Cheers. Year and enjoy Happy the raspberries. <laughs> Cheers.